Welcome to Mad Toast Live with Chris Wagner and Mary Gaines, recorded for weekly podcast in front of a live audience. All right. This thing happens every Tuesday from 7.30 to 10 p.m. at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, just down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. And go to our website, madtoastlive.com, to find other updates, because this month in April, we're actually going to have, a, sometimes it won't be on a Tuesday night, but for you, us, you yous all out in pod world, uh, we have new episodes posted every Monday and Thursday at 12 Central Standard Time. So, but if you're coming down to our live show, check our website for times. All right, welcome. We're here with our friend Robert J. Conaway. Good evening. <laughs> Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Friend. Friend is good. Friend is good. And, and Mr. David and Cox. And Mr. David Cox. Hello, friends. Wake up. Hello, friends. Let's, let's get friendly. Okay. Right. We're all friendly here. Well, maybe just a little quick background for everybody that doesn't know. A background check, yeah. Know us all here. Robert and Mary and I have been in a band called the Moon Gypsies for many, many years. Now we're all doing different, some different things. We're, we're on hiatus. We're, we're, we're not playing at the moment, but... We're yeah, we're just waiting for the reunion tour so we can really rake it in, you know? Yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get into all the ins and outs of what's happening in all of our lives, the deep, dark secrets and things. Yeah. And Dave is sitting over there, Mr. David Cox, and he's got a twinkle in his eye. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Well, I'm, I'm just relieved that I can actually sing tonight because my daughter won't let me sing at home. And why is that? Uh, because she claims that it makes her doll's ears bleed. Um, so, uh, well. She's not here tonight. Maybe she's going to be a medic. Um, I, I, I want to maybe give her an emetic and uh, see what happens. Now, yeah. if, you, if you all are here, I'm sorry to, to bust in. If you all are hearing a lot of stuff in the background, we were just, uh, our Chief Justice Shirley Abramson was just speaking here in Madison, and um, we have a big crowd here that was for that. So you can pretend this is sort of, we're like in a coffee shop in Brooklyn or something, you know. So someone could turn on a, uh, an espresso maker and slam a door a couple times, we'll be right at home. There you go. Ah. So, well, you know, a lot of times we just blab way too long. Why don't we start with some music? All right. We do? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. What, what about... Well, Robert, what, let's talk about for a second. What are some of your new... What is your new project? We know, but they don't know. Maybe. A lot of them do. Well, I'm doing the Rowdy Prairie Dogs right yeah. now, which is an, uh, an Americana band. Uh, and uh, country bluesy Americana, you know. Yeah. All the things that don't fit on top 40 radio of any format. And, uh, but it's really good music, and it should be on. Well, thank you. It's all my own music. Uh, you know, the songs... Um, you oh. Know. Oh, yeah, we see. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I'm loving doing that band, and yeah. uh, we're getting ready to do some good shows this summer and all that stuff. And, yeah. uh, uh, and then I'm, I'm working with my wife. Uh, we created some characters uh, uh, for uh, what was going to be a picture book, uh, a children's picture book, and uh, called Elephant Gerald. And it's an uh, educational thing and, uh, um, about jazz and blues artists, uh, and Elephant Gerald and his friends like uh, Django Rhinoceros and John Coltrane and, uh, yeah. and Mules Davis and uh, all kinds of characters like that. And, uh, Copyright 2008. <laughs> yes, all of it's trademarks, so don't worry. Anyway, uh, and so we're partnering with a company out of uh, Los Angeles and New Orleans, and we're uh, moving ahead on all levels to um, do cartoons and all kinds of things. So That's great. Do we'll your kids like it? They like it, but they're, they're, you know, my son is like thinks he's a superhero, so <clears throat> if it isn't Batman or Spider-Man, uh, then he's lost. Yeah. And uh, Addy, Addy kind of likes it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's a lot of little things like that going on and, uh, you know, just trying to stay busy and healthy yeah. and, and uh, happy. Well, you know? you've been traveling a lot, too. I know you've been to, like, the Americana 
conference in Nashville a couple years in a row. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the Bridges Festival up in... Uh, the songwriters, Steel Bridges, the Steel, Steel Bridge Bridges, Festival in uh, Sturgeon yeah. Bay, and, and who, uh, who, uh, who yeah, runs Nashville that? and Sturgeon Bay. Eh? <laughs> There's routing. Well, there uh, you know. Yeah. So who runs And then I got the to go Steel down Bridges? to New Orleans too for oh, yeah. uh, for the uh, for a um, music festival down there. Actually, a music conference where I got to do some showcases and stuff. Now I understand that in New Orleans because we haven't Mary and I got married there, you know, 20 years ago, and we haven't been back since. I'm very sorry to say. But I hear that there are a lot of parts of town, um, some of the, the classic parts of town that, the town that tourists know that actually weren't really affected a whole lot by Katrina. Is that true? Well, yes. Um, yeah. You know, I've only been to New Orleans that one time, you right. know, and I love New Orleans, but I've never been there. But uh, the Friends Quarter and uh, all the area in the downtown was all uh, supported by a good levy system, and none of the important areas in that district did not get uh, okay. get uh, a lot of water damage and things. What right. about Cafe Montmartre? Uh, that's over here, and it was high up on, a, on sort of a hill. That's so true. It, uh, it was free from flooding, Mary. Oh, that's good. Because they make the best Benoits. Oh, I thought you were talking day. about this Cafe Montmartre. No, no, the one oh. in, in the square, you know, in the New Orleans. I don't know if that was Cafe Montmartre. Now, you guys it can was, edit this. I remember it was. You can edit this yeah, show, Yeah, but we don't. You? We don't, though. Oh, we don't. great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's the fun. That's the fun. Oh. We just beep things if yeah. they come up. So, do you want to start with something from Elephant Gerald? No. Okay. <laughs> that was the epitome of an answer there, Bob. I mean, yeah. I, can't, I didn't think we were even going to talk about that, let alone no. talk about it right off the bat. But, right. I mean, I'd like to uh, maybe yeah. do something later. But, sure. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we can't really prepare you for the show because... <laughs> I know, that would be... That would be wrong. That would be professional and... and no. And, no. <laughs> That'd be dull. That wouldn't be us. Yeah. Conan <laughs> and Letterman and all those other guys don't do that. They never no. prepare anybody. Well, this is a different, it's a new age. Yeah. So you want to do something then? Something Let's, simple? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or something complicated. We'll just, you uh, know. I've, you know me, Dave, or Chris. What, who are you again? I, I forget. I, it, it's been a long time. I'm Dave, Dave's over it's here. It's only nine years, okay. Robert. Dave's here. <laughs> Robert, we've been playing a lot of jazz lately, you know, since, since after the Moon Gypsy. So you play anything complicated, because remember... The good notes are blues, the bad notes are jazz. I'm going to hell. Actually, we've switched it now. We've switched roles the here. That was my jazz, line. I'm just saying it blues. to be funny. In a search for humor, sometimes I'm not, not too funny. I'm you sorry. Can, I'm using all your lines. You can use them all, okay. man. I mean, they, didn't, they never worked for me. You know, I don't know why you would. All right. Well, uh, the Rowdy Prairie Dogs are working on a new record over at Smart Studio. And uh, here's one called Ghost Town Blues. I mean, you know, there's just too many ghosts in this town. What to do with me when I die Yeah, I gotta leave this town Before I hurt someone I got them coast town blues Come on, to that highway and run I run, 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 run 
the house and goes in the streets Under the bed and between the seats Coming out of the walls and out of the sky They don't say boo to me So I ain't even saying goodbye You know I gotta leave this town Maybe leave this hemisphere I got them ghost town blues Too many ghosts round here Probably since last fall. Okay. Yeah, we just recorded that one. It's mostly done. So it really doesn't have anything to do with actual ghosts? I mean, have you had any sightings? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah well, you yeah. can tell me about them. Yeah, well, you know, it's like ex-wives and everything, you know, and you, you don't want to know about it. No, I meant ghosts. Yeah, well, my ex-wife in many ways... <laughs> but she's not dead yet. Don't go there. Don't go there. But she could still Am be I ghostly. Am I still talking? Yeah. <laughs> you're oh. getting me in trouble here. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You know, I'm I think you're my... doing fine on your own. I know. I know. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you should hear what she says about me. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the ex-wives podcast. <laughs> but you do have a great band. It's, uh, uh, could you name, name yeah. all the players? I can. Uh, I can too. But okay. I'll let you do it. <laughs> um, Tom Dellinger on pedal steel, dobro, and uh, yeah. and uh, slide guitar steel, uh, lap steel guitar. Yeah. Uh, Michael Tully on electric guitars and slide and uh, and guitars. Uh, Both smoking players. Yeah, Both they're they're yep. pretty hot. Uh, Joe McCluskey on bass guitar and uh, Ron Granberg on bass or on drums. Okay, and we haven't met Ron yet. Ron's a great guy, man. Yeah. He's uh, from Baraboo, young kid. Played with Rochelle and the uh, Red Hot Rattlers for a number of years. Cool. And uh, I, I, when he was considering joining the band, I gave him uh, two CDs with 35 original songs on. And 11 days later, he came to rehearsal, and he knew the songs better than we did. So uh, uh, that's uh, a pro. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no, we just didn't know the songs. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's a hot cat, uh, cat man. He's a good player. Hey, that. Joe's yeah. pretty great, too. He can Joe? sing bass. He is like a... And he can also sing way up got has the lowest and the highest yeah. Uh, yeah. in the band. And he uh, could do a stand-up routine in L.A. He could. He's a funny he cat. He's a yeah. funny guy. Yeah. 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 Mr. McClesky. But you're doing some big shows. You've done Summerfest a couple... Well, several times now with the band. Two, um, two or three times. Well, no, the band's only been together since April 1st of last year. Years. So, yeah, honey, uh, we've done it like... <laughs> yeah, that was us. That was us. Yeah, it's really all mashed together. You remember? I do remember. You know, yeah. you need to read the bios a little more before you... drinking before shows. Oh, no, we need to drink more, right. brother. Okay. Yeah. We are here at the Brink Lounge, yeah. and the wine, if you do come down to the show, just so you know, the wine is half... They're half-price half bottles, bottles of wine. Half-price bottles of wine. So help me do the math here. You know, if you were to buy... Just on the off chance you were to actually buy a two hundred and ten dollar bottle of wine, that would be how much would that be? One hundred and five dollars. Yeah, but it's only half full. I hear too. Well, well, that's because I'm sorry. His wife drank the rest of it. It is a business. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, back to the shows. Yes, we did do a summer fest. We uh, did a show with the Bodines. 
uh, in really cool amphitheater called Leech Amphitheater in uh, Leech. Wow. Leech. Where's Where's that? That's in uh, Where's that Fonda? No, not Fonda Lake. Uh, Appleton. Okay. And uh, eight thousand people there. That was a sweet wow. sweet gig. Yeah. And okay. Played with the new riders of the Purple Sage, which was also cool. One one sideline. I used to live in Crested Butte, Colorado, back in the '70s, and I was a kind of a ski bum musician. Uh, back in the day, and we opened up for the new riders of the Purple Stage then, and so that shows you how far my career is really gone. You know, I'm, I'm still opening up for the new riders of the Purple Sage, but uh, it was a good gig, man. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. Yeah. Where are they based out of? California, okay. I believe, but I think some of them live all over the place, okay. and, and there's only like three original members, and right. the, the rest, I think. And why is the theater called the Leech Theater? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> Leech Auditorium is outdoor amphitheater. It's gorgeous. It's right on the river as it meets into. What's on uh, the river? That's uh, right why it's called that. Meets no. into. How is that spelled? No, no that's not why. I don't think. Well, is it E A or E E? Yeah. E A. E A. Someone's okay. name. Well, they just spelled it wrong. There you go. Yeah. Uh, go to the website yes. and you can see the exact pronunciation yes. and spelling. Exactly. Well, well you I... can't see the pronunciation. I lied there. You, you can see the spelling. A lot of cool Boy, this is Maybe some... if you were covered in leeches, you would be able to see it. Yeah. Do you always talk about such deep subjects uh, yes. on these shows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or am I just we bringing it down to, to a new level right here now? No, no, okay. no. <laughs> no, we have far, far to go yet. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, you know, we're going to... Let's do another, another Robert... Another Robert J. song. Okay. You got another one? Um, I do. Them, I, I do. I have, I have more. Um. And if there's something that, too, we don't have to join along. If something that we might, you know, if it has a diminished chord or something, I'm out, man. Oh, come on, man. It's another Rowdy Prairie Dog song. It's a new one. It's in G minor. It goes all over the place. It's called Love Will Find a Way. Hey, they're crying in the rain. Watching tears go down the drain. Watching your days drift away and fade. Hey, man, I'm doing a show here. It's a live podcast that's not going out directly live right now, but hey, you know, that crackling really bothers me, you know? I didn't crackle when you were talking. Okay, should we try again? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes in the search for humor, I'm just not too funny. So now that you know the words, sing along. Hey, they're crying in the rain Watching tears go down the drain Watching your days drift away and fade Into shades of gray Love will find a way Hey, they're rolling down the track Gone so far you can't go back Bet your money on a runaway train Now there's a locomotive pounding in your brain Love will find a way I will find you No matter where you go You know I'll find you Everywhere you show I will remind Oh, 
basement for a long time now writing songs most of my life most of your life I've been in basements writing songs yeah yeah, yeah. so inspiration comes in a lot of different ways and we've been with you for a lot of the times which has been a treat yeah and I know a lot of things come at those other moments when you're when you are alone oh totally I mean I, yeah it's hard for me to like get the inspiration flowing when I'm around anybody you know, it's just kind of a solitary moment where I pick up the guitar and an idea comes and then I can scream or yell or cry or do whatever I got to do to try to get at the essence of what, what I'm trying to reach in the song, you know. And, uh, and then, at, you know, I had a heart attack, what, a, a year ago last November. And uh, yeah. I, I, when I got home, I could not stop spewing. I mean, I, for one, I couldn't sleep. For, so I'd get up and I'd just write and write and write and uh, just so many seeds of songs that are some mostly finished, some of them I haven't even had time to get to, um, but there's a lot of, a lot of songs there and, uh, and that kind of, you know, when you get scared <laughs> yeah. like that, um, it opens up uh, something to your to your neurons, I think, and it uh, enables you to tap sources you didn't even know you had available in, in your soul and your heart, and uh, and it was uh, in in a terrible way. It was a great experience because uh, it it reminded me of what's important, and that you know the music, my family. Yeah. That's about it, you know. <laughs> Well, and, and not you, in that order, I'm sorry to say. It, right, I, I, and yeah. you, you explode. I mean, we're so proud of you after the Moon Gypsies stopped playing. Um, just, I don't even know, remember when it was. It was not quite a year. It was May. Was it, was it May? <laughs> and, uh, but you exploded onto the scene. I mean, we were already kind of on the scene, but you, I mean, you had like almost two albums in you at that point. Well, I, just, I worked on those albums yeah. before, before the heart attack. But, yeah. uh, but I... You know, I've been given this opportunity to have uh, a company that I started with an investor, and uh, I've been getting paid to write and record. And for a blue-collar musician, it doesn't get much better than that. You know, to be paid a wage to stay at home and create. You yeah. know, so uh, yeah, I put out two records on the same day, uh, which had to be after the. You know, after the, I was going to put them out like a week after the heart attack, and that didn't work out. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, a little early. A little yeah, early. so it got they got postponed, but that was a great thing too. You know, it gave me a little time to do things in a in a little easier pace and not getting so stressed out. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. two, so that's um, um, 
I'm, I'm working without notes today, and I know all this. Uh, we have uh, a beautiful, beautiful blur. blur, which is a phenomenal album. It's more like a triple A radio kind of album. Singer-songwriter thing, yeah. I call it. But uh, yeah, and then the Americana record, the re the return of the Rowdy Prairie Dogs. Yeah, the revenge of revenge the Rowdy of, of the yes. Rowdy Prairie Dogs. The next one's return. No, I do. I, uh, it I, might be in there. Yeah, yeah, but the next one's going to be called Hanging Out in Barland. Oh, but, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. When, do you know when the release on that is, or is that September? Still? Okay. Probably. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that's distributed by Tinderbox. Uh, no, no, no. We, we uh, partnered with Shut Eye Records okay. out of Atlanta on the last one, and, and we may again. They did a really good job. Um, the record got to number 19 on the America chart, Americana chart yeah. in Europe and uh, number 14 on the Roots Rock, Rock chart in America. So that's going to be out and, there. Uh, well, yeah. that's pretty you good, know, Robert. A funny thing happens when you don't promote something. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <right>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you, and that's nothing I can do. I'm not good at that. I mean, I self promote as every musician right. does. We all have to. But, uh, uh, you know, to put it in the hands of somebody else who knows the ins and outs of the radio and who they're talking to on the radio, and, and that's, that's key to right. getting it out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we're proud of you, man. Oh, man, I'm proud Seriously. of you, too. Is, uh, you know, I'll take my toast mad anytime. Yeah, thank you for having me oh, here today. Pleased to have you. Should we talk about Dave now? Uh, sure, let's talk he's about Dave. He's one of my favorite yeah. human beings yeah. in the whole world. Mr. Dave Cox is sitting up here, and he's just politely listening. At any moment, you could have thrown in some, something that would have taken us to Mars. But Well, I, I've been putting together my project. It's called The Very Well-Behaved Gopher Band. And uh, I, I don't know we're, can... we're kind of stuck in the studio right now. And uh, all kidding aside, I'm just glad to be here with the three of you. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll answer the next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we start with, shall we start with the tune, tune of yours and then we'll harass you some more? Sure. Um, I, I, I'll introduce this by saying um, Robert gave me the idea to do this. Um, I recorded uh, a project in the early 80s that I kind of just let sit there. Uh, I, I released maybe 100 or 200 copies on cassette, and they gradually leaked out into the, the, the very small universe like swamp gas. And... and <laughs> Um, there are some songs in there that are very dear to me, and the masters sat on shelves over the years, and Robert had some tapes in, in a similar condition. And, and in order to get those analog tapes changed from uh, analog to digital format so you could make a CD, the tapes had deteriorated, deteriorated to such a point that they had to be baked oh, yeah. in uh, a Kenner Easy Bake oven <laughs> uh, for or a, a pizza onion. Or oven. a period of time. Actually, it was a convection oven. Yeah. And uh, the fine people at Audio for the Arts uh, did this, and they, they made it, and they remastered it, and I just, I just released it. And it's called Tricycle Violins, and the title... The title refers to my first interest in the effect of music as a, an enhancer of real life. Because I grew up in the time period when there was a show on TV called Sea Hunt. Uh, remember Sea Hunt with Lloyd Bridges? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. It should have been called He's Running Out of Oxygen Again. Um, and there's a shark <laughs> waiting for him. And, uh. and the, thing, the thing that I noticed was that every time he was starting to run out of oxygen, the music would start. And the music was danger music. And, it, and the intervals, intervals were really close together. And yeah, that was it. Oh, I can see the bubbles. And the bubbles are getting smaller. Okay. <laughs> And then they break to a commercial and they show that you could get free towels in a box of Breeze. Uh, Wait, they didn't have Breeze back then. Uh, well, I may, be, I may be like disjunct with my time memory. But you Bob, a time warp. stop it. Okay, sorry, man. I mean, just... Uh... So anyhow, I, I took that concept to riding my tricycle. 
And when I'd careen around a corner, around the corner of the house on this skinny little sidewalk and go up on just two wheels, I could hear that sea hunt music, you know? And that's what made me want to be a musician because I realized, <laughs> well, I guess that's what I realized. That's the, that's the best musician coming of age story I've ever heard, I think. Oh. Anyhow, so that's what tricycle violins means. Yeah. So there's a tune on tricycle violins called Toads on the Road yeah. that the Moon Gypsies used to perform. And, and if, when they have their Madison Freezes Over tour, um, <laughs> they'll probably perform it again. So would you like to play it? What, what yeah. key you doing it? What key? D? Oh, not D. It's mine. Want to dedicate this to Charlie Shortino <laughs> and uh, Lori Mercurio on all of the uh, TV. Uh, Bob Lindemeyer. stuck in the mud It's gonna rain like hell now I can really tell in my say there's gonna be a flood I don't listen to the news I got holes in my shoes but my daddy he told me right There's gonna be a big storm when the wind blows warm and there's a toads on the road at night Never did explain why the toads on the road at night means there ain't your umbrellas you better buy yourself a new pair of boots cause there were so many toads on the road last night that you might be diving toads on the road at night means rain just like a couple of tracks mean a train my papa just said it Never did explain why toads on the road at night means rain. Toads on the road at night means rain. Just like a couple of tracks mean a train. My papa just said it. He never did explain why the toads on the road at night means rain. Thank you, Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> and all of his sons. Yeah, how many sons did he have? 
famous There's songs. Bow and Bow. Leroy, no one knows about Leroy. He stayed at home. Leroy Bridges? Leroy was homeschooled and he's he's still at home. <laughs> no one remembers him. Wasn't there Chuck Bridges too? Chuck, Chuck yeah, 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 Chuck. Didn't they have a son named Burning? Burning Bridges? <laughs> Burning Bridges? <laughs> Bernie Bridges. <laughs> Bernie. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And Steel. Steel. Yeah. Steel was a manly man. So I hear there's a kind of a maybe interesting story about how the two of you met. Yeah. Well, yeah. Robert and David. Well, I had pretty much uh, given up on my life in Oshkosh uh, in a, in, instantly. I made, the, I made the decision at about 10 in the morning, and my car was packed by noon. <laughs> and uh, I left everything that didn't fit in that 63 Chevy uh, behind, and I drove to Madison and never came back. Man. And uh, shortly thereafter, I had a gig at OK's Corral. That's uh -huh. right. It was a hot August night, and uh, I had borrowed, uh, I believe, a Yamaha or a Fender amplifier from uh, Fender Twin. Bar from Fender Twin, yeah. Bob remembers. <laughs> He's a gearhead, <laughs> um, and. I was playing that gig through the Fender Twin. I had the guitar plugged in and the vocal mic plugged into the Fender Twin. And uh, I was playing a song called Franny's Got a Cadillac. Oh, yeah. And meanwhile, Bob, who had just moved to Madison. That was my first night in town. I had passed through a few times. And uh, we were going to go and check out some acts. We went over to the what was then the Havana Club. Now it's the... The Upwoods or Northwoods or... Oh, was that it? Okay. Yeah. Right. And it used to be Slammers. Yep. Anyway. I think it's uh, the Up Northwoods. I, th I think uh, Luther Allison was there. and wow. uh, But we stopped into OK's Corral because we heard music, and it was Dave, and he was playing. No light on him. Both his mic and his guitar coming out of this Fender Twin. No shoes on. Uh, and jeans and a T-shirt. And... Uh, he played, actually, we listened, we got there a few songs earlier, and we were about to leave, and I really liked what I heard, and then he did Franny's Got a Cadillac, and I said, I'm staying, I gotta stay till I meet this guy, <laughs> and we've known each other and been uh, close best friends, well, I've, I call him a best friend, uh, uh, yeah, and we've been swapping music back and forth for years, you know, I, I write a song, and... We'll come over, he'll come over, we'll have coffee, and show each other what we've been doing. But, uh, yeah, from uh, 1982. 82. Yeah. Wow. 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 It's been, that's uh, 20, 27 years. Wow. Six. Wow. 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 Makes me feel young. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But anyway, you know, in the Moon Gypsies, we did Franny's Got a Cadillac that he wrote. We did uh, Burning Gasoline, which he wrote. And uh, we, we never recorded Toads on the Road. But, but we uh, did one it. of my favorite songwriters ever and one of my most creative spirits and friends. Uh, you know, I, I just gather so much, uh, uh, you know, goodness out of what you do, Dave. And uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you and knowing you all these years. And me, you too, man. Well, why don't you do another song? It's like you're ready. Yeah, my papa was a maniac. My mama was serene. Mama liked the sound of the wind through the screen I get up in the morning and I polish my machine Cause it isn't any fun unless I'm burning It isn't any fun unless I'm burning It isn't any fun unless I'm burning Gasoline Yeah, I started with the lawn boy I was circling the yard And then I got a motorbike and jumped the boulevard I had a red Camaro at the age of 13 
It isn't any fun unless I'm burning gasoline No, it isn't any fun 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 It isn't any fun unless I'm burning gasoline I'm burning gasoline Well, I gave up on the dirt track And now I work the phones I got a couple trophies and a bunch of broken bones Yeah, the prices at the pump are now the worst I've ever seen They never keep me from burning gasoline No, it isn't any fun It isn't any fun It isn't any fun Yeah, it isn't any fun It isn't any fun unless I'm burning gasoline It isn't any fun unless I'm burning gasoline It isn't any fun unless I'm burning It isn't any fun unless I'm burning Thank you. Lovely, lovely. So Dave, I, I heard a funny story a while ago. They had to do us some underwear, a shotgun, and, and, a, deer. and, and, oh. and a deer. Oh, I, I'm, uh, and this, is, this is a true story. Um, the year <laughs> my daughter was born, about, um, that would be a little over five years ago, it was in uh, November, it was deer season, and uh, I'm one of those people who dresses up in orange and puts venison in the freezer. And I had come in um, the day after Thanksgiving and it was snowing outside. And I was having lunch with my wife and daughter. And she said, you know, Claire needs one of her toys that's in my room, could you, could you get that? And I, so naturally I peeked out the window to see if there were any deer in the field. And I was in my long underwear, and there was this huge 12-point buck standing way out on the other end of our 40. And I, I, I crept out the door, and it, the, the shed that I, that's up next to the house eclipsed the deer so they couldn't see me. And uh, long story made short, I... I I got a 12-point buck wearing just my underwear. Um, Why was the 12-point buck wearing your underwear? I, I missed something in the translation. There, there, that's magic. There's a 12-point buck in his underwear? A 12-point buck was in my underwear. I'm not a good listener. I'm oh, I don't sorry. know. Uh, the Milwaukee well, bucks, they kind of wear It's kind of like well, underwear. Well, you score either 12 points or you get a buck if you can... Uh, Anyhow, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my favorite deer hunting story. That's um, fearless. That's my favorite deer hunting fearless story, too. Hunter story. A fearless yeah. hunter. Yeah. Did you at least have socks on, man? I did have socks on. Okay. And uh, Some sort of rubber bootage? I, had, I, I think I had sorrel boots, so I looked like a little, a little tiny man with great big feet uh, when it happened. And... Uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Right, There's yeah. your next song, Little Tiny Man with Great Big Feet. Little Tiny. Little Tiny Man with Great Big Feet. You guys are the songwriters. Yeah, well, you can write that one. Oh, thank we'll you. let you have that. There's a little tiny man with great big feet. Yeah. 
It's a wonder that he's got anything on his feet. When he dresses in orange, he sure looks neat. He's a little tiny man with great big feet. Look at him go, walking through the snow. Look at him go, he's walking through the snow. He's a little tiny man with great big feet. are looking out their window and they're wondering who the crazy guy is they're wondering if he just had a fight with his wife and he's really in a big bad tiz he's a little tiny guy with great big feet he walks on the snow and he really looks neat he walks on top and he walks on the bottom And he's sure glad he's got him. He's a little tiny guy with great big feet. He's walking on the snow and he sure shoots neat. He went outside in his pickup truck and he got himself a 12 point buck. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. That was. Copywritten 2009, wow. David Cox. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll need you to sign something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> That's a classic. That'll become a hunting classic. A hunting. Yeah. We'll have to send that off to the Youpers. The Youpers, yeah. The Youpers, yeah. Do yeah then Youpers, they don't got nothing on you. Hey. Can I teach you guys a song? Let's do it. I don't know. You can I try. You just did. This is the part that everybody can sing. It goes, ooh. In this motel room, in this motel room, in this motel room, in this motel room. Motel room, In this motel room, in this motel room. No more singing for a while now. Thank you. You'll know when to come in. I've rearranged all of the furniture in this motel room, in this motel room. I don't like 90 degrees, I need some curvature In this motel room, in this motel room I got a room with a view of my neighbor's TV So I know what they're watching all night Or are they watching me? Motel room, in this motel room, in this motel room. I've changed the bulbs in all the lights I've seen in this motel room, in this motel room. I don't like soft white. I need some blue and green in this motel room, in this motel room. I got my own private disco. My spotlight is fixed on the ball. And I'm naked and covered with Crisco. And that's always when you call. Ooh. In this motel room, in this motel room, in this motel room, in this motel room.
I've added lines to all the art that hangs in this motel room, in this motel room. Now Mona Lisa, she's got curly bangs in this motel room, in this motel room. And the statue of Venus has a penis that hangs down to the floor. She looks like Keith Richards, Amy Winehouse, and a bit like Al Gore. Oh, Tell you what, Dave and I, like, um, we were installing library furniture for a number of years, and we were on the road a fair bit. And there's some other funny stories along the way. But the guy does rearrange his, his motel room. I mean, like, <laughs> things are switched around, lights are changed. I didn't see the disco yeah, ball. Yeah, well, but what about the Crisco? The, I don't know about that either, you know. I'm laying off well, that one. Um, Bob, had, Bob had left. Uh, my room. Uh, wait a minute. I got to tell wait a Bob a story. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. We go, were in go, Manitowoc. Go, go, go. <laughs> and uh, oh, no. <clears throat> we, we decided we were going to go out for drinks and then have dinner and then have after-dinner drinks. And then and, drinks. <laughs> and uh, we, we closed up this bar and stumbled back to the motel. And <laughs> Bob... I didn't know this about Bob, and we weren't sharing a room, so I, I only heard about this later, but, but, but I'm going to tell the story. Um, Bob evidently sleepwalks a bit, and when he got up to uh, relieve himself from all the beer, instead of going into the bathroom, he went out his door into the hallway, and it closed behind him. And he, he didn't... And, and he had a, he, I think he, did you have a t-shirt on or were you naked, Bob? No, I had a t-shirt and underwear. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not what I heard. Well, when I tell the story, you're wearing less just to make okay. it a better story. So he was naked, okay? Uh, and I put on underwear to protect the innocent. He couldn't get, he couldn't get back in his room and he was at a, a sobering moment um, where he realized he needed to do something and do something fast. So he saw kind of an emergency telephone by the swimming pool area, which was closed down for the night, but he, he got in there and he called the front desk and he said, I'm locked out of my room, can you help me? And she said, we'll just, we'll just come down to the desk and get a key. And Bob's reply was, but you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, that's pretty much the end she came she, she gave me the key I got back into bed as I recall <laughs> you didn't have any pants on that's what I remember hearing uh, well it might have been that way because I certainly wasn't quite all there <laughs> you know that's for sure wow well, that's awesome well I love this 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 format where the guests tell stories about each other that's, yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. well like wait till we start telling stories about you guys hey bring it on I can't believe you'd have any stories I need to come in and, and be you guys for a night and interview the two of you we could do what that. do you think about that huh you know I yeah. think they need a little time you do these two are like my favorite married couple in the in the music industry yeah, except that you used to call us brother and sister <laughs> well you twins. do start to look a little bit more alike yeah. as you get older that's true yeah but that really used to creep me out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well I know I'm not married to my brother I know you're not Did, but you know you are my younger legitimate adopted delinquent sister and likewise to you only brother wise weren't yeah. you referred to as the twins for a while the yeah twins. that's what it was yeah, the twins yeah. that's okay. what it was <laughs> yes. we swore to the judge we weren't you know we had to we had to sign something to that effect <laughs> 
Holy split zygote, Batman. <laughs> well, this well, maybe is that's a... why we don't have any children. I don't know. <laughs> well, now that it's turned out, this no, is a great no, no. time to end this segment. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we are going to let's, can we do one song and take us out yeah. of the, this, this episode? Yeah. And uh, thanks to Mr. Robert J. Conaway and Mr. David Mr. Cox. David Cox. And they're going to be back. Hey. They're going to be back. And we back. are not related. <laughs> episode one of two. Okay, thank you. I think okay. the episode Let's one will so. be uh, maybe Robert J. and David Cox, and the next one will be David Cox and Robert J. Perfect. However we name it, or okay. something like that. Groovy, man. So, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're without script. That's, without that's one script. of our things. So let's do um, a song. What do y'all want to do? Would you like to do something with a French accent? Sure. You do one. Something with a French accent? <laughs> sure. No, just do another one of yours. You have a beret on. Let me see. Unless you want is that okay? Oh, I'm on the spot here. Let me see a song. Let me song, 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 song. Here's a French song. We were doing this to kind of warm up here. It's in A minor. It's in actually in G. I...
That's the good friends. That's the tune, Chris. That is the tune. Very nice. Well, we'll, we'll be back. But thanks again to Mr. David Cox and Robert J. Conaway. And thank you all for coming out tonight to Mad Toast Live. MadToastLive.com. Podcasts out every Monday and Thursday at noon. <laughs>